Welcome to our bonus episode of SCI Care, What Really Matters, the Edinburgh Conversations. I am Dr. Ali Jumus, the president of the International Spine Cord Society. You are about to hear a selection of interviews recorded live in Edinburgh during the course of the 60 Seconds Excos Scientific Meeting. Each bonus track will have discussions with speakers, delegates, partners, ISCOS committee chairs and teams attending the ISCOS 2023. Join us to find out what the hot topics of the day are within SCI Care. We hope you enjoy listening. All right, so nice to meet you. My name is Robert Pierre, and I'm from Canada. I'm here as part of a grant winner for the SRI. So, right, yeah. Really nice uh, to, to meet you, and I enjoyed your talk today. Oh, thank you. No, yeah. it's brilliant to join everyone, and you know, I've looked up your story, and it's pretty impressive. So, no, thanks. A lot in common. So, you, I mean, you were in extreme sports. You're an inventor. Yeah. Which is kind of the triathlon of the horse world. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Right. So, um, yeah, that's how I had my accident. I was riding horses, and I just reached the top level in my sport, and it was my passion, and mm. it left a massive gap in my life. A hard one to fill and I tried riding again but when you've been like doing it in the way I did it at the high, highest of levels going back to the lowest of levels yes. which was really all I was capable of yeah I think nothing made me feel more disabled so I had to try and find new things and, and that's what I've done okay that's been my experience as well <laughs> so when you look at the new things what what's what's giving you that rush of adrenaline as much as the riding did you know I never thought I'd get anything well, got anywhere close but actually I have but in a different way because when I was in the horses it was like I had clear plans of where I wanted to go for the future and sure. it represent Great Britain if I if I could and got the right horse and things like that mm. what I do now is like lots of different things I'm okay. a jack of all trades master <laughs> of none so I, I found lots of different things but the main reason is is because I like fundraising so okay. that's that's my goal is to find things that I can do to push myself out of my comfort zone nice. whilst raising money to help cure paralysis. Brilliant. And you've raised a lot of money, I believe. Yeah, I'm getting close to a million pounds. I've done it through it. The kind of thing that gave me the platform to then go on was walking the London Marathon yep. in a barnic suit, so an exoskeleton. And it took me 17 days. It was hard work mentally and physically, but yeah. it was an incredible feeling to reach the finish line. But it wasn't just about the walking sure. for me. You know, my life had moved on. I've got two daughters. I met my husband a year after my accident. Um, it was more about finding the ways of raising money, and that's what I did with the suit. I did quite a few events, okay. so not just the London Marathon. But then since then, so. I found other things to do. <laughs> Moving on, yeah. yeah. I saw hand cycling was another thing. Yeah, exactly. So that. I started hand cycling. Again, you know, not like those guys racing yeah. and, and amazing. I do it in a way that I hand cycled 400 miles on parts of England and sure. visited schools. So sure. it's really, it, that was, again, my goal. And, and I hand cycle most days. Every, when I'm at home, I'm out there because it's okay. fresh air and exercise. It's, yeah, it's probably one of the best yeah. forms of exercise. Have you tried adaptive mountain biking? So, no, I haven't done that. No, you I imagine that is an adrenaline, um, yeah, adrenaline sport. Yeah, in Canada, we did downhill God. racing. Of, of I've seen mountain. videos of it and yeah, yeah very impressive. I'll be looking at all your videos it. up now. Yeah. <laughs> See what you've been up to. Because, um, like, I mean, just like the riding, right? The adaptive mountain bike gets you back in the forest. Yeah. It's that one piece of equipment that lets you go back yeah. to where you used to be exactly. and what you loved. And yeah. So it's a pretty powerful. I found the skiing. I, I mono-ski and it took cool. me a while to learn. I found it with being a T4 complete injury. I, my balance, yeah, I struggled with 
basically. But I stuck with that and, and that gave me immense freedom. But also it was more than that. I'm just a sport. I get to do it with my family. Thanks. I get to do it with my mum and dad okay. who like, you know, love the skiing as well as my children. So, you know, three, three generations out there. That's brilliant. Enjoying the slopes. Okay. Is there a lot of skiing around here? I don't... Uh, no, not as some. Yeah. yeah, there isn't some in Scotland, Avonmore, but um, we tend to go over to France for our skiing, France okay. or Austria. Good for you. Because that, that's a big commitment too. Like the chairs, a lot of work, the traversing, the getting on and off the lifts. Like that, yeah. That's a tough sport to master. So. Yeah, no, exactly. Especially if you're high level. It's like, it's like you're sitting on a ball, right? Yeah. You, you've got all The this... thing is, what's hardest with the skiing is yeah. like, like riding a bike or anything. Yeah. Going slow is the hardest because yeah. of the balance. Sure. Speed helps keep you up right. <laughs> and yet when you're learning it, you're not quite ready to go fast. So learning it is, is tough. Yeah. Well, good for you to stick it out. Now you so. can enjoy it with everybody. Oh, amazing. And like when I got married, so that was in 2010, okay. and I went to my Hindu. I went with like friends I had from my event in life. And okay. And you're no different. You're not disadvantaged on the slope. You can ski with them. Some were yeah. faster, some were slower. You know, I was about middle but such a great thing to be able to do the sport with people I would have done before my accident. Yeah, no, that's really special. That's good. That's good. And when you look at like, from your injury to today, you've accomplished so much. Like, what do you think is the, the most difficult thing that you've done? Getting out of bed when I had no reason to get up. Uh, you know, and everything was taken off me. My career, I was a chiropractor. Yeah. Um, the sport that I love, my relationship fell apart. No, what did I have to get up for? And getting through those days has been the, the biggest challenge. In terms of the sports and the fundraising challenges, they're also different. So I've just qualified as a pilot. I've loved doing that. And then riding motorbikes out on track days. Again, that's new to me. And yeah, they're all, all different. Like London Marathon suit, it's kind of resilience coming out every day and putting in immense effort to go so slowly. Yeah. <laughs> it's frustrating. Um, and then it's the other lot. things are like testing my bravery and okay. yeah. In, in other ways and, and actually the motorbiking which you know, you know about yeah um i find it really physically tiring i think because the i have don't have any core strength so everything goes through my arms and my neck yeah. <laughs> so yeah that's it's tough do you very, find it yeah i used to race motorcycles yeah and so getting back on getting to track and you go from 250 kilometers to nothing yeah it's everything is on the wrist exactly yeah. and it's all trying to balance the bike to try to steer the bike yeah. and then control everything and uh, it's incredibly taxing. And, yeah. But you're right, think, going slow is the hardest part. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So when you're learning again, yeah. when I was on the motorbike, it was launching. So I had to. I can't someone... believe you learn <laughs> after your injury. Like, it that's... was a bit daunting, just knowing you can't put your legs down, though. A bit of velcro on my knee. Yeah, yeah. Toe yeah. clips. And sure. being like someone would stand behind the bike and I'd yeah. pull off and often I'd get it wrong. It's, yeah, um, it's hard to. And that was the hardest the bit yeah. without the speed. And, they told me early on, speed keeps you upright. Oh, not sure about this. But actually, you are, once you're out on the track, I, I feel part of the bike. It's, yeah. it's an incredible feeling, but the learning was a bit... Oh, that's impressive. I got there in the end and, and got my race license so I could go on the track. Yeah, that's no, really, really great. Thank Good you. for you. Thanks very much. And it's interesting because you said, you know, the hardest thing you did was get out of bed of those days that were the darkest, right? Um, you didn't say it. You know, learning to live without the legs. It's yeah, yeah. like all those SCI things. Yeah, yeah. It's something which applies to everybody. Yeah. And so, so was there one trigger that, that you said, you know, I'm getting out of bed for this reason today? Or what was it that helped yeah, you turn I mean, the corner? You know, obviously, you've got a lot to come to terms with. Like you said, you have a spinal injury, lose the 
loose, um, the use of your legs, it's the bowel and bladder, all those things. But I think the biggest thing is, is the mental aspect to the injury. Okay. You know, how you get around, how you get your confidence back and, you know, how, embarrassed and all those things. And I yeah. think in those early days, just getting out of bed. For me, I did the rehab. Okay. So that's why I discharged myself from the hospital because I wasn't getting much rehab. And right. It gave me something to focus on. It wasn't the fact that I thought, if I do this, I'm definitely going to walk. I knew my injury was severe, right. but I knew that it had to help keep me fit and healthy right. and prevent pressure sores and circulation problems and stuff like that. So I didn't get anything back neurologically, but it has kept me fit and healthy. Yeah. So it felt like the right choice, but it was that thing that even though I really didn't feel like it, I'd okay. make myself get up out of bed and do something. And you always feel better for doing something than nothing. Yeah. I once heard it said, don't wait to be motivated to do something. Do something and then the motivation will come. Exactly. And, 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 and it's something that I feel grateful that I learned from having horses. Yeah. Because with horses, they need doing every day of the year, even Christmas Day. You yeah. can't say you can't be Take bothered. Take a day off. Yeah, isn't it? It wasn't an option as a child. I, it was yeah. my commitment and it taught me discipline. And it was exactly the same in the early days after my accident. Okay. Yeah, you know, I really didn't feel like doing stuff and that discipline would kick in. I'd get up and make myself. And, and that's led me on to doing more exciting things, yeah. after, you know, years on. Good for you. Impressive. Thanks. So what's next for you? What are, you, so, what are your goals? Let's try and get good at something. Do oh, all these really? things. Stick I'm going to try. And, so yeah. So uh, I'm newly okay. qualified pilot. So I'm going to build so, up my experience, fly to different airfields, and okay. yeah, just building that and, and find ways of raising money. Okay. So I've done quite a few things. Actually, in my day chair, I pushed the London Marathon dressed in full motorcycling gear, oh, um, and rough. that was hard, hard work. Took me yeah. about. It's six hours forty. That's oh, in no. seventeen days, though. So you're cutting <laughs> getting quicker. Yeah, yeah. And then um, I've done other things. Yeah, I did the Great North Run in the wheelchair. Okay. Um, not a racing chair. Just do it as this as a fundraiser. I get a group of people. Sure. To to raise money. So yeah. that's the way. Finding different different things that I can do Lovely. to help keep funding the amazing research. That's really good. Awesome. Well, it's so nice to meet you. Oh no, and you. Congratulations. Yeah. On good luck with everything. You yeah, <laughs> hopefully our paths will cross again. Yeah, no, absolutely. Thanks very much. Yeah, thanks, Claire. Cheers. We hope you have enjoyed listening to our bonus collection of Edinburgh Conversation from ESCOS 2023. As always, you can listen to these episodes and all episodes from the podcast provider of your choice. If you have any questions or suggestions, we'd love to hear from you. Email them to admin at iscos.org.uk. ISCOS also invites you to the 63rd ISCOS Scientific Annual Meeting from the 22nd to the 25th of September 2024. So save the date and more details will follow on the 2024 themes, submitting an abstract and early bird registration. Thank you for listening.